BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block. I'm Moss Norman. He's Eric Strickland. We go to our VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. We bring in one of our favorites, one of your favorites here at 93.7 The Ticket. Hear him on early break with Sip and Jake, also coach Bill Bush, read his work on Husker Online. Steve Sipple, our own Steve Sipple. Steve, long time no chat. How are you, my friend? Uh, good. How Shut up, Sipple. Hey, what's up, Strick? <laughs> I heard you today. Did you take that L today, uh, Sip? I, I did. I don't, I'm not very good um, <laughs> regarding Western movies. Yeah. Never have. Yeah, I don't Never think have. I have either. I don't. Uh, really? That's good to hear. It seems like around here you take a lot of guff for that, maybe because I don't know. I don't know, but I've never, I, you know, I've, Westerns come on. I'm always kind of like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I mean, if it ain't Clint Eastwood or anybody like that, I don't think I even, you know, remember anything of it, you know. So I don't even remember the good lines that they be saying. <laughs> you know, you know, the ones where they put the, uh, the the toothpick in their in their in their mouth and they say a good line before they pull the gun out and twirl it after they didn't yeah, yeah. I don't even know any of the good yeah. lines bro I'm, I'm yeah mad. I know yeah I know what you're talking about uh, maybe I mean there's something late in life we could do right? yeah maybe that Take, is the case yeah. yeah what are you guys talking about today what's the what's the hot topic well I think you know what the hot topic is and let's keep it in the the Western theme. Who's the next gunslinger for Nebraska quarterback? Is it Dylan Raiola? Is that trending Nebraska's way? Can we expect a commitment, or is it still up in the air? Oh, I mean, I think there's a really good chance. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I've learned not to go all in on hardly anything when it comes to recruiting. Uh, he's here, you know, and it seems like if he's it, it, it lines up well heat up for Nebraska. So yeah, I mean I think there's a great chance, Austin, that it's gonna happen. I don't I wish I knew when. I heard you guys talking earlier. It could happen. You know, his visit would end Sunday. I wouldn't expect it to happen tomorrow. 
because visit ends Sunday. So I'd anticipate Sunday or Monday. Is that is that soon enough for Nebraska to get working on other guys out of the portal? Because we know it's uh, National Signing Day or the early signing day on Wednesday, but Nebraska hasn't been very active at other positions in, in the transfer portal. We know about their, their dalliance with Kyle McCord, but is Nebraska mm-hmm. waiting to, to pursue other positions till they have quarterbacks settled? Or what's up with the... You know, the timing of Nebraska not really seemingly looking at many other positions, at least publicly, right now. Well, there's 15 scholarships over right now. That's the reason, mm-hmm. right? There, there, you know, there's an 85-person scholarship limit, and Nebraska's, you know, 12 to 15 players over. So, so there were never, there's never going to be much portal activity. So, no, they're not waiting for anything. Um, they just don't have room, Austin. There's, no, it's not going to be like they get Dylan and then they're going to go in and try to try to get a gu- bunch of guys because there's nowhere to there's no room for them. So no, that's that's the reason, Austin. They're way over. I mean, they're way over the scholarship limit, which makes sense. So if Nebraska is way over the scholarship limit, the, the, maybe the dream for a lot of people, I think myself and Strick included, was go get two guys out of the transfer portal at quarterback. But that looks more and more unlikely at this point. So. How important is it for Nebraska to kind of make a, a re-sales pitch to Chubba Purdy to come back and, and you know, yeah. compete for the starting job? I think it's important the way things shook out. And I hope, you know, I hope Chubba, I hope everybody understands that that position, it's not going to be volatile every year, but it's going to be more volatile than than like guys like me and Strick have ever seen. I mean, we grew up at a time where, you know, they get they they had their quarterbacks. You know, you get four scholarship, three scholarship quarterbacks, and you kind of just understand they're going to grow in the program. And maybe and maybe one guy would be an incredible young guy, freshman that could play right away and and hold the job for a while. But even then, there was some stability. I just think nowadays you got to get ready. For volatility, like like we've seen this, you know, in this go round, it's crazy because of money. There's money involved, and there's a transfer portal. There's a lot of money involved at quarterback, mm-hmm. um, more so than any other position, of course, as you'd expect. And those quarterbacks are on the move. Um, you know, if it's not a, if it's not a, you know, if there's not a clear cut path to a starting job, it's not like every guy is going to jump. But a lot of them do now. So, so look, just look at the numbers. Look at the, the the transfer portal rankings, and you just you know it's a lot. Of, it's dominated by quarterbacks. You mentioned volatility, which is not a word that that Matt Rule and this coaching staff seem to seem to like. They want to build that stability, have a, a solid base. But right. I think it's fair to say that stability isn't the absence of volatility, but it comes from how you handle it. What have you learned about this coaching staff? and how they handle volatility in this new era of college football. We haven't seen much. I don't know what, I don't have, we don't have much to go on Austin. I mean, it's just, it's, we're really, we're just kind of going on in a, in a way this week. Cause there wasn't really volatility at this time last year. Right. They, mm-hmm. they went and got their guy, Sims, Jeff Sims. It wasn't a kind of a thinking back. There wasn't, there wasn't, there just wasn't a lot of volatility. Yeah. Because well, Casey Thompson hadn't he hadn't left yet. Remember, mm-hmm. he didn't leave until the spring. So so far, there's just 
just a very limited sample size. As far as the way they're handling this, I mean, it's hard to judge it, Austin, because we don't have a lot of information. If, <laughs> we, we don't even know, you know, if, I mean, if Dylan Rayola were to bypass Nebraska and go back to Georgia, <laughs> my answer would be very different than it would mm-hmm. be if Nebraska lands this plane, you know, and does get Dylan Rayola. So there's a lot of information I'd still need to know before I, before I answer how do they, do they handle this. The one thing I'd say is I do like how aggressive they were right out of the gate when the portal opened. And, you know, the Satterfield flew around the country mm-hmm. going quarterback going quarterback to quarterback, um, trying to upgrade the position. So I did like that part of it. Um, and then, you know, we've been all wrapped up in this Kyle McCord, Dylan Rayola discussion. And I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't even know how they attempted to handle it. So we'll see. This stuff is evolving and sometimes your answers have to kind of evolve with it. And that's just the thing, Nick, our, our favorite Nick Sainert was getting called out a little bit for everything he was saying about McCord. But what we keep telling people is that especially with recruiting, it, it is so volatile. There is so much that can change so quickly based on, uh-huh. you know, it's just whims in some cases. And some people change their minds, which makes some other people change their minds and all goes from there. So I think it's important for fans to remember that any information that they get or that we give, which I hope they're getting their information from us because I think we do a really good job at verifying it before we, we say anything, but information changes, minds change. So we're not, we're not flip-flopping on purpose. We're not trying to lead you astray, but we're right. trying to read the minds of an 18 year old young man who has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Right. That's well said, Austin. Um, it is, it is pretty unpredictable. I mean, just look at this week, how unpredictable it was when, you know, I first, started getting wind of Dylan Rayola perhaps visiting here and, and, and committing to Nebraska on Sunday. And I almost couldn't believe it. And I almost, I mean, I literally thought some of the people were just messing with me that I was hearing from. <laughs> and then, then it all, man, think about it. Think about Monday, how that changed like the Kyle McCord situation. And it did change it. I mean, it's pretty evident that it did. Um, and if it didn't, if it wasn't, if that's not the reason that McCord chose to move on, it was still, from what I hear, kind of startling to him that all this got dropped right as he was in town. So it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to hear from Kyle McCord and or his dad, but and, and see what they what the deal really was. Um, I guess until then, we just speculate. Regardless of what it was, what it wasn't that led to that decision, this is a big year, too, for this coaching staff, given the changing Big Ten. So, Sip, I think that most people don't really care. Like, they, they might have their preferences one way or another for how the product on the field looks and who the names are. But I think more than anything... Fans just want Nebraska to get it right. They they have a chance to, to have a do-over in the transfer portal or at the quarterback position after last offseason, but it's just important for Nebraska to get it right, preferably this year, but sooner than later, no? Oh, no, 100%. That's a good way to put it, Austin. Get it right. You got, you, I mean, yeah, 
Now, you're going to get me revved up. I mean, <laughs> exa- that's exactly right. This is not playtime anymore. And I like, the, I like rules approach. I go back to, like I said, I go back to the Satterfield, Marcus, jetting all over the country looking for a quarterback. I've said it a few times. I, I can imagine rule telling Satterfield, I, I don't care if you have to scour the earth in a, jet, in a private jet. Get an upgrade at the quarterback position. Find a quarterback that's dependable because because you, you, you're not going to have the comfort of a of a kind of mediocre division anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now you got these teams moving in from the West Coast, and it's real now. It's not just a fun little story. You know, I mean, Chubb is a nice story, but but you got to be honest with yourself. I mean, every, all of us do. Mm-hmm. And you win at a high level with Chubba. I, I think that you could win at a high level with McCord because it's proven. He, he proved he could win at a high level. He won more games last season than Nebraska's won in the last two and a half. Right. He's proven. He's proven. And it's not just a cute little story. I mean, he was a five-star quarterback. He's 6'3", 215 pounds. He threw for 3,170 yards. He was stable. He won the job. He won a job at Ohio State, which, as you guys know, hard to do. I mean, yeah. think about every day you're competing at Ohio State. That helped him. So that was that was a that was a signal to me, a good one, that they weren't just met, now, rules not messing around here, and it's not just well, let's see what we can do, and then kind of hope for the best. And if you can't, you can't, that can't be the plan, you know. Hope is so, not a strategy. No, it's not. Thank you, Austin. Um, it's not. So they tried, and now there's. I heard you guys open the show, and you spoke with a lot of urgency, and I was glad to hear it. It's got to happen here. If if they get left in the dust by Rayola, I don't know. I don't know what plan. I don't know what the next plan would be. And I want to ask you about a different part of that conversation too, right? I think there's a lot of weight already being placed on Dylan Raiola to commit, but also to step in and be ready day one. Here's the thing. He's a freshman stepping into the Big Ten. Like it might be the third best football league in the world, maybe second best, however you view the, the SEC. So that's why I think a lot of fans and even myself from this end of things were very comfortable with the idea of a Kyle McCord for a year, give Rayola time to to get you know a better body, get a better mind, learn the ropes, and not have the weight of the world on his shoulders, Nebraska uh-huh. can't let him leave without a commitment, but Nebraska also can't place everything on his shoulders. They have to upgrade the rest of the roster, and they have to make him feel valued and cherished and invested in without you know acquiescing to any sort of demands he might make, holding him to the same standards as they do everyone else. And by making him actually earn and win the job and not letting him all of a sudden become bigger than the program. I heard you talking about that. Yeah. You just said a mouthful. I don't know if you can accomplish all that, but yeah, yeah, you try. Um, You try. It's, I mean, I, the thing that makes that has made the most sense to me throughout all of this. And frankly, when I keep saying I'm kind of disappointed, it didn't work out with McCord. It's not that I'm disappointed that that Dylan entered the picture. It's it's I just thought that grand plan was possible that you alluded to, which is McCord, you know, coming in, being the guy and helping groom Dylan. 
and not throwing a freshman into this very difficult league, which it looks like is going to have to happen. I just thought it'd be better to have a, a veteran player. That's when I, when I say I, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm, di- I was disappointed. Like I was really disappointed Wednesday when that news broke that McCord had moved on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to tell you, Austin. I mean, uh, do you give assurances to Dylan Rayola? I don't know. Does he expect them? I don't know. Again, these are all things you don't. I just don't know. A lot of this we'll find out a little bit, I think. At least we can ask when Matt Rule, he'll meet the media on Wednesday, mm-hmm. on signing day, early signing day, and he'll talk. It's at one thirty, and we'll try to get as many answers as we can. But until then, we're just sort of, I don't know, kind of flailing away a little bit. Let's turn the page here for just a second, Steve. I saw you at the Nebraska men's basketball game against Creighton and then again against Michigan State. Huskers are 8-2 right now, big game in uh, Manhattan on Sunday. What do you make of Husker men's basketball in year five under Fred Hoiberg right now? Well, I mean, there's definitely a lot of potential there. And it, they're interesting. They're interesting to me because, I mean, these last three games have been really interesting the way they've they've gone off. Now, the Michigan State win was obviously gigantic, and they looked good. I mean, it wasn't – they beat Michigan State. Michigan State didn't give them the game, and that's important. That's an important distinction to make. They, they had to beat Michigan State. You, you, you generally have to beat an Izzo team, and Nebraska shot 64% in the second half against the Tom Izzo team. They, they made – you know, they went eight for eight from the line in the last couple minutes. We, we've seen Nebraska falter in that area. In recent years, to a large degree, I've seen them lose games because they couldn't make free throws. Mm-hmm. No, they made them, and, and then it, and they they were even on the boards with Michigan State. Michigan State's not great; they're not great, but it's not because they don't have talent. They're pretty good. They, they're pretty good talent wise. They just don't. It doesn't. My assessment of Michigan State is they look they look good. They have talent. They don't. It's not a great mix, and I don't mean personalities. I just mean they don't. They don't move the ball like they like you're kind of accustomed to seeing Michigan State move the ball and get open shots. It looks like they're a tick off a lot of the times on offense. But give Nebraska a lot of credit for taking advantage of it. So, hey, Austin, I'm still a little bit game by game in the assessment. I imagine mm-hmm. that Kansas State game will be very close. Um, but – I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I mean, I thought the Creighton, I, I was saying all week, I thought the Creighton game was going to be close and Creighton won by 30. So I don't, the things, two things you can say for sure about Fred's team is it's a, it, they're veteran and they have depth and they're pretty good shooters. So that's, that's their strengths. Um, and against Michigan state, they played much better. They played much better in the paint. Their, their bigs played much better than they had against Minnesota and Creighton. Last thing in the Husker weekend then, probably the last thing we've talked about, but definitely not last on people's minds. Husker Volleyball gets a shot at Texas on Sunday. Just how big a, a matchup is this, and what would it mean for John Cook to get number five against Texas with this group in particular? What would it mean for John? I, he's done so much, right? Um, he's He's still hitting at such a high level at a, you know, at kind of an advanced age. It's sort of, it's, he's kind of a marvel. I mean, certainly he's a living icon in the sport. And you know what? There's not that many people you can say that about, right? But he is. 
and he's put together this team with so that's so rich in talent. And Austin, you you talk about. I know you guys talk about. They have no seniors, mm-hmm. so they're going to be a force next year. Now, as far as Texas goes, now it's a bit of a nemesis for Nebraska. Not as much of a nemesis as Wisconsin. We kind of thought maybe Nebraska would catch a break if they got Texas, and then look what Texas did. I, I mean, Texas steamrolled Wisconsin with the last two sets. I think what was it, twenty five sixteen and twenty five thirteen. So it's kind of a be careful what you wish for. I didn't see the Wisconsin Texas match. I didn't watch it because I thought I thought Wisconsin would win easily. So it's very interesting. Um, I guess the last thing I'd say, the last thing, I, the one thing I, that's that's really interested me about this team is Bergen Riley. Mm-hmm. The, they have a freshman quarterback that's doing this, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, she's a freshman, and I call her a quarterback. She's just better. <laughs> I get it, but, but she's the quarterback, you know. And that's a freshman. She was a, she's a freshman. She was the setter of the year in the Big Ten, not the freshman setter of the year, the setter of the year. Period. Yeah. That's, I mean, what John did was find a quarterback. I mean, that's a lot of this, and I think it, Riley gets overlooked a little bit. Um, but she, it's pretty amazing to me that they have that, a freshman in that critical position, and they're going to have her next year. Pretty incredible. That'll take place the same time uh, as Nebraska and Kansas State. Steve Sipple with us on our Outlook VIP line. Steve, as always, appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. You guys have a great weekend. Take care. We'll do it again. That we will. Steve joined us on our VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Really appreciate Steve's insight. Make sure you catch him during early break uh, with himself, uh, Jake Sorensen, and then Coach Bill Bush. But this is On the Block. Eric Strickland to my left. I'm Austin Norman. We'll cross it over. Jay Foreman in the building. Get you all set up for old school here in just a couple minutes. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stuff there. The king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.